Hello, people. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme. Talking today, well, my subject Friday again. This is an unusual one. One magazine, Discover Magazine, page 30. Oh, does it have the date on it? Yes. For July, August 2023. Starting on page 30, it's got three different articles which I'm going to be covering, I'm hoping. All right, finding the solution. A Victorian lab assistant made a mistake. It changed medicine forever. Now, this comes, he was growing stuff in the lab and using distilled water. Well, he made a mistake and used regular tap water. And it worked so much better because of the minerals that are in tap water that the living things needed. So making mistakes and recognizing the mistakes for the solutions that they are is incredibly important. So many different discoveries throughout time have been from mistakes. It's like, oh... I left some agar plates. I was growing mold. I left it out. And it, oh, look, there's a new type of mold killing the other mold. Well, the guy recognized that. Now, the same results probably happened hundreds of times before to hundreds of other people. But he recognized that that was a solution that he didn't even think about before. And boom. So... Yay for the mistakes of the world. People do things and it just, it happens. And you go, oh, and recognizing the difference, recognizing the, the, the solutions out there, recognizing that there is something new and investigating it. How did radio come about? Well, there was a guy in his lab making sparks. He was generating electricity and making little sparks and he that was fun that was something he liked doing but he noticed that he happened to have his keys in the lock on his door and every time the spark went off he was making big sparks in the lab a tiny little spark went off between the key and the doorknob just because they were hanging, almost touching, but not quite touching. And when the big spark went off, a little spark went off. Now, he could have ignored that. But he went and said, wait a minute. Why is this creating that? And radio was born. Now, millions of steps later, we've got radio. But recognizing the difference, recognizing the problems is huge so let's do that um now the next one let's see on page 34 the same issue breaking the interspecies barrier now they're figuring out better and better ways of giving organ transplants 
and from pigs. Now they're specifically breeding pigs so that they have less antigens so that they will be rejected less and less. And you breed enough pigs together and use CRISPR and genetically modify them. Well, we should be able to come up with a pig that doesn't have any antigens on it. So you can just transplant the, the heart, the liver, the lungs, whatever, and it will function as normal and not be rejected. Now our anti-rejection drugs getting much better. But this is a huge uh, advancement. And if we can, I mean, the closer we can get these pigs to no rejection, and the closer we can get those drugs to no rejection, the longer people will be able to live. So I think that's a huge advancement, and let's keep it going. And the next one comes from page 42. Alphabet soup, synthetic DNA. Now we've made synthetic DNA, we've put together synthetic DNA, and we've actually made small pieces of life. Small bacteria made strictly with human-made DNA. So we've created life. And we've now, with CRISPR, we can program life. And with synthetic DNA, now you are G-A-T-C, the four types of, D of ribonucleic acids we currently have are diox, anyway, the DNA we have, we have four types. That's all that we use. But they have found that we can make many, many more types. And those types can get replicated. So with CRISPR right now, all we're doing is replicating our normal DNA, four base bases, and sending them out, and hooking them up, boom, replicating. But let's say we find, or we start using the new bases that they've come up with that'll make new types of proteins, that'll make novel proteins never seen in nature to make us better. Well, you won't strictly be human anymore, but you will be something new. And that is going to open up such a kettle of fish. So, uh, think about moving to another planet. Well, that's my little multi-subject Friday. Um, the changing of humans, the changing of us. Now, you put a heart, in, a pig heart in you, and you're still a human, still legally a human. You get born with a pig heart, and that hasn't been adjudicated yet that you are still human but what how much changes can you do to a fetus or a prefetus let's say you change your DNA so that your offspring are changed how much of a change before 
the courts will rule that that thing that's born isn't human and doesn't have human rights. How much of a change? I mean, you add, uh, say, some DNA from a monkey, and you're a lot stronger. Then your kids are born a lot stronger. Are they still legally human? Well, that's a good question. And questions need answers. And I think, and the reactive answers we're getting. See, you can't, if you were to sue now in the court system and say, I want it decided now that my kid will be human even before you change your DNA, they'll throw it out because there's no standing because there's no problem yet. But the problem is that before you do the changes, you need to know what the result will be. And our legal system doesn't well cover that. So, anyway, uh, I think you should do it. And I think it would be fun to see the results. And... Maybe we can become our very best selves. But that's my little speech for today. Thank you very much for listening. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, signing out.